Hey, what's up everybody? It's Dave and today's episode is super exciting with Shelby Osborne of Five Pillars Real Estate who you have probably heard on this podcast before. She was one of my first 10 guests and we wanted to talk about the success that she's had over the last year as her investments have gone from 16 to 41 units and as her real estate uh, brokerage has done 130 deals and they've just been absolutely crushing it. So she's become a friend. Her whole team is awesome. They're all friends. They're all army vets and they're stationed out uh, while they're in the Fort Bragg, Fayetteville, North Carolina area. So this episode is awesome and we're going to have some great conversations about uh, success and different real estate investing strategies. And they've also got some great tools like the take action guide, which we're going to be putting down in the show notes. So as always, show notes are found at from military to slash podcast or just below the podcast here. And thank you very much for listening. Now relax and enjoy the show. You're listening to the military millionaire podcast, a show about real estate investing for the working class. Stay tuned as we explore ways to help you improve your finances, build wealth through real estate, and become a person that is worth knowing. Hey guys, on this podcast, we talk a lot about the roadblock to success for military members in getting started in real estate investing. For many of us, the barriers of time, location, and not having the right knowledge keep us from building wealth while serving our country. Well, let me tell you about Storehouse 310 Ventures. They get it. Storehouse 310 Ventures is owned by two active duty naval officers that love to make investing fun, lucrative, and have a passion for education, theirs and yours alike. They offer full turnkey rental properties in a market where the numbers make sense, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Yes, Milwaukee, home to the almost 2018 division titled Milwaukee Brewers, the well-known Miller Brewing Company, and a lot of delicious cheese. Storehouse 310's properties are fully renovated, leased, and have property management in place. Through their rigorous analysis and selection process, they do everything possible to ensure each rental property meets their high standards and offers fantastic returns. Storehouse 310's allows you to invest with confidence while you are living out of state. They have a network of lenders, insurance companies, contractors, a title company, and much more to serve you all along the way. There is absolutely no reason not to get started when you have the right teams and system in place. David and Stu, the owners of Storehouse 310, have been investing themselves for over 15 years. They are on a mission to help as many active duty, reserves, and military veterans create financial freedom through the power of real estate investing. They are honest, transparent, and they prioritize service and giving. They have even committed to give the first 10% of their profits to partner nonprofit organizations that support veteran causes. For more information about their program, send an email to podcast at storehouse310turnkey.com. Again, that is podcast at storehouse310turnkey.com. Tell David and Stu you heard about them through the Military Millionaire Podcast, and they will get you going down the right path. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Dave from Military to Millionaire, and I am here with the one and only Shelby Osborne of Five Pillars Real Estate. And so Shelby was on about a year ago. Uh, actually, it was probably like exactly a year ago. She was one of my first 10 episodes. And we were talking to realize that it'd be fun to do another one and see where they've come this year because their their group and investments have just grown immensely. And they've been a lot of fun. We've gotten to hang out and uh, at 10x growth con last year and got to hang out at uh we hung out at bigger FinCon. pockets and fincon right or yeah. Fin yeah i don't know, plenty of places this year and uh yeah um and so i wanted to grit her on the show again and just talk about some of the stuff she's been doing with her life and some of the success and see where we're at now so uh for those of you who don't know or didn't watch the first episode shelby's a army officer uh who went and got out and now she's a real estate agent and investor in fayville north carolina so uh i guess if you want to give a little bit more background about yourself, but well, welcome back. 
Thank you. Thanks for having me. I love this round too. It's going to be super fun because <laughs> I was thinking about, you know, where both of us were the last time we did this and it was just, it just seems like a world away. And it was only like, yeah, like you said, like a little over a year ago. So it's wild. Um, but yeah, so I am the owner of Five Pillars Realty Group. The last time I was on your podcast, I was an individual agent and Five Pillars was not in existence yet. So pretty cool. Uh, we were officially created on the 1st of January this past year in 2019. And in our first year, we did 130 deals and uh, became an EXP icon team, which is pretty cool. And especially since we were only at EXP for about half the year. So really proud of my team. Um, and literally this year, we're going to kill it even more, hopefully. So. Yeah, 130 deals is no joke because your team's not... We're not big. That, you know. <laughs> um, we're small. Yeah, that's awesome. But yeah, thanks. So super happy with how like Five Pillars Realty Group has grown. And that was, I mean, you understand business building. It's just a wild ride as is. So like lots of trial and error, lots of lessons learned and like systems that you just have to break apart to build back up. So um, very cool on that side. And then also on the investing side, the last time we spoke, I think it was at 16 units and now I'm up to 41. So uh, pretty excited with that growth as well. Yeah, that's awesome. Are you still like, is that mostly single family? Are you getting into the multifamily world? How's that working out for you? So <laughs> I feel like I just get whatever makes sense that I can get my hands on. <laughs> so of the first 16, the biggest unit that I had was a 16-unit apartment complex. And then besides that, I had a quad, uh, two duplexes, and then the rest single families. And now, so again, my, my biggest unit is, I mean, a like apartment is the six units still, but I have two more quads and a couple, no, and we have a pentaplex, a five unit. Um, but a lot of these are bought in portfolio deals. So it's like we acquired 13 units at a time, which, you know, broken down is a couple of duplexes and a pentaplex, or we acquired eight units. So a couple of the two quads. So it's just like, you know, whatever makes sense. And partnering is, has like been everything because, you know, you can only get so far by yourself. And then bringing other partners into the deal and just, you've met Mike and Dan and they're awesome. Yep. So, so doing that has just been a way to expedite growth for sure. Okay. So that's cool. So you guys as like five pillars are also like, you guys are investing together too. Invest together. Yeah, so yeah. That's cool. Yeah. It's, it's pretty fun. Um, especially since we get to like dabble in all of these new things and then turn right around and like, our lessons learned become experience for our investors who are investing like all across the country. So it's like, Hey man, I literally just did this. This is what not to do. This is what you should do. Like, here's the workaround. Like it's, it's been super helpful. So yeah, that's cool. And then you guys host uh, pints and properties out there, which for those of you who don't know if you're out in Fayetteville or in that area, pints and properties is, I would imagine at this point, the biggest real estate meetup, or at least maybe the one biggest that's not like a uh, membership RIA. Um, yeah. No, totally. And you guys had some pretty solid guest speakers out there, Matt Fairclough yeah. and a couple others. So And Craig Curlop. Yeah, so yeah. some Beer Pockets guys have been out here. And then I don't know if you saw the docuseries that Matt did with, it's like. I, I hadn't story. watched it, but I'd seen that it happened. So his, like when they came down here, I, I knew Matt because I like stalked him on Bigger Pockets and was like, yeah. yo man, like, because uh, <laughs> he owns in 198 units here in Fayetteville. And so it was like, hey, next time you're down, we'd love to have you at Pines and Properties. And so we met up before and he contacted me about filming this docu-series and we put on a special Pines and Properties just for him and the BP film crew to like come out. And so 
episode seven of that docuseries, like, you'll see my face and Dan's and Mike's and, like, the whole crew. So at Pines Properties, it's it super fun. Um, but, yeah, Pines and Properties in general has just been exploding. And it's just, I think the reason why it's cool is because it's actually, like, fun. I feel like you've probably been, to, I've been to tons of meetups where you, like, sit in a circle <laughs> and they're like, hi, my name is X and I'm a wholesaler or like mm. whatever the case may be. And this is more of like, we have some educational piece, normally completely selfish on Mike, Dan and I is like, what do we want to learn about? <laughs> so we have someone come in and speak and then afterwards everyone's just, you know, drinking a beer and networking and hanging out for way longer than I expect anyone to ever. And it's just, it's turned into fun. So. Yeah, no, that's really cool. Um, one of these days I'm going to make it out there. So hey. I, uh, I've had definitely been at those events and I, you know, obviously I host uh, yes. a couple meetups here and there and I've, it's, it's not as easy as people think to make an event that people actually want to come out to. And it, for me, the hardest part is that I've lived in super expensive areas and like finding a venue. So I just, at one point I just hosted my crap on the beach, which was great, but didn't really allow for uh, PowerPoint or any kind of presentation other than like stand on a log in the sand. And <laughs> so, right. um, but yes. Yeah. One of the cool things about Fayetteville is that like everything's cheap and we, we go to venues for free. So nice. they just like having people in to, you know, drink their beer who normally wouldn't be there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's awesome. Um that makes for a great event for sure. Everybody loves beer. Um it's funny, I had a buddy in Missouri hosting a small uh meetup and he he called it Pines and Properties, and I don't know that he knew anything about you at all. Uh but I just laughed. I was like, Oh. I was like I was like, Do you know, you know, whatever? And, I don't know, but I don't know if that's where it came from or if it just, he happened upon it, but I thought it was funny. Well, I think it makes sense. And like, honestly, that's one of my goals for this year is I want to package what we, cause everything we do is systemized. Like, you know, we'll never make the same mistake twice because you do it once and you put it in a checklist. So I have pints and properties is like a complete checklist from like a month out booking venue, coordinating with like literally check, check, check. So I kind of want to package that and just be like, yo, who wants a pints and properties in your area? And just kind of like, you know, yeah, so, coming yeah. soon. Yeah. That'd be cool. <laughs> well, you just, you just gotta come out here and do the first one in San Diego yourself. And I'll, I'll it, I will. <laughs> <laughs> I'll fly. Actually, I have a couple of investor clients who are in San Diego. I should link y'all up. Um, and then yeah, just friends in San Diego, like people I met at FinCon. So there are a ton of people in San Diego. It is the place apparently. So I don't know. I, you know, San Diego is nice, but man, Hawaii was definitely a better duty station. <laughs> Can't beat that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no. the, and I don't know, do you, well, I was going to jump into our Airbnb arbitrages too, but like, I'll just talk forever. You tell me what you, no, you go for it. Run away. I was going to ask what, what, what helped you guys succeed so much this year, but I would like to hear about your rental arbitrage because that's, kind of what I'm doing right now. I have someone downstairs at the moment in my ear. No way. Dude, perfect. I love that. Yeah. So, um, we're like maxed out. No one will give us bank loans anymore. So like a lot of these deals were done with private money or lines of credit are actually awesome. Um, but anyway, so like totally maxed out, no one's going to give us a bank loan. And so obviously we're not going to slow down. What are we going to do? And we found these awesome studio lofts downtown, like exposed bricks, super high ceilings, like really cool walking distance to like the revitalized downtown in Fayetteville where there's like a brand new baseball stadium, like breweries, like oh, it's fun. Um, yeah, it is. And so we talked to the guy, um, the owner into 
leasing them to us for three years at a fixed rate. And like we wrote in there, he knows that we're doing Airbnb we're, and now we're doing Airbnb for them. Um, and basically, you know, wrote in the lease that if the rules about Airbnb change, that we can break the lease, no penalty. Um, and so we've been aggressively pursuing those. We have two that we're arbitraging currently. And then a tenant moved out because he has four studio units like that. The tenant moved out of the other one and he hit us up and he's like, hey, do you want a third? And we're like, hell yeah. So <laughs> the cool thing about all that too is that you're, you know, when the toilet breaks, you know, like anything, he is the one who comes in and pays for the rehab. Like he did a fresh coat of paint on the whole place before we, you know, moved our stuff in. And then the other cool part is the leverage that we've done with the furniture. So the furniture is like the biggest expense when prepping for an Airbnb because that shit's expensive. Yeah. But there's places like Ashley's Furniture is what we've been doing where they'll give you a year of 0% interest for complete 100% finance. So now all we're doing is we're just taking the cash flow from those arbitrage units and paying off the furniture and we paid for like some art in the you know utensils and we did pay for some things but um, overall like the startup costs were significantly reduced due to that so yeah that's that's super cool because uh, i i mean i just dropped 400 bucks on setting up just one bedroom for a second listing in my house so i totally understand you know and that'll <laughs> take it'll take like two 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 guests and i'll have it paid off but yeah. you know it yeah. takes time um that's cool and the nice thing and this is, everybody freaks out like oh well i would never let somebody you know airbnb arbitrage my place but <laughs> sorry let me, really wake, let me wake myself up real quick. Um, but like people freak out about people freak out about like, oh well, I would never let anybody, you know, rental arbitrage my place. Like I can't believe, you know, whatever. But like as a landlord, I would totally let people do that because of a couple of reasons. Like, especially as I've Airbnb now, like uh, number one, you can charge a little bit more rent because you know they're gonna make they're gonna be making money on it. But number two, I I take amazing care of like, I would probably never go in my downstairs bedroom unless I had guests coming, but instead I clean my downstairs bedroom at least once every two weeks, if not every week or every couple days, whenever a guest moves out, so like that, it gets more, more vacuum time. The bathroom gets cl cleaner. The kitchen stays cleaner. Like I keep my house way cleaner than I would if I was living here alone. And the, the just general wear and tear from like a long-term tenant uh, they're living in that space. They're cooking in that kitchen every day. Like everything is completely used with, with an Airbnb. Half the time when I go to my Airbnbs, like not my personal ones, when I'm like, oh, when I go to an Airbnb, I like drop my, my crap and I'm out. Like I don't eat there. I just crash and sleep and then I'm out. So like that normal wear and tear just doesn't happen as much with Airbnbs. Yeah. So, another pro. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's great strategy <laughs> for everybody. So I would encourage yeah. if you're a landlord, like if somebody wants to Airbnb your place arbitrage, like it's not a bad, I mean, if, I would say if you want to Airbnb yourself, like you could make a ton of money, but if you don't, then having somebody do it for you out of your place is a great option. Yeah. I don't know why people are opposed to it. I guess just cause it's different. They're like, Oh, how dare somebody else make money on my property? Like yep. you're making more money too. Yeah. And well, I mean, that's the norm. Anytime something new or different comes up, people are like, oh, like that's not possible or can't be done. But that's like the one thing that's wrong in this whole world. It's like, it can be done, you know, find a way. Oh, and then we forgot another huge pro that people don't even think about. Mm -hmm. If you have a long-term tenant and they trash your place, like you're screwed, right? Yeah. But if your guest is Airbnb and somebody trashes the place, Airbnb has like a million dollar policy to fix your place for you. 
So, and, and then obviously there's renter's insurance or whatever, which you should require anyway, but like, it's a much better situation for somebody to trash your place as an Airbnb guest than for someone long-term where you're just left holding the bag. Totally. So, Hey guys, today's show sponsor is Rentometer. Now Rentometer, for those of you not familiar, is a phenomenal tool to help you understand what you can get for rent in your market. Now I've done some pretty extensive articles and YouTube videos on just this company because I love them and I absolutely love everything their app does because it will break down not only what your property could rent for based on just the zip code, the size and the, the address, neighborhood, whatever, it'll give you comps and it'll even let you with the pro membership, which you can get some free trials of, it will let you pull up pictures of the actual houses that are competitive to you. So you can look at it and see, okay, well, if theirs rents for a thousand and I'm looking at theirs and theirs is better, well, then I might be able, I might have to go 950. But if I'm looking at their property and mine's nicer, maybe I can go 1,050. I'll tell you what, the rentometer membership will pay for itself within the first month of adjusting a property's rent in most cases because it's not very expensive. And I have seen people be able to charge 50, 100, $200 more in rent just by understanding their market and their property. So definitely look into Rentometer. I will leave a link down in the description if you're interested. It's no cost at all for you to play around with it and it will save you or make you tons and tons of money. So rentometer.com. Now back to this episode. Cool. So so what else, like you guys have exploded this year. What is what is attributed to that? Like why, why the sudden growth? Um, okay, so I feel like between, so I, I always, you know, try to move really quickly, but that first year when I was, you know, rookie of the year for Keller Williams, like I was all by myself, like literally individual agent for the majority of the year. I didn't have any admin support. Like I literally did every single piece by myself. The biggest factor for the entire 2019 year is it's not me in the sense of Mike and Dan are like so ingrained in this business as well. And they're exactly like same mindset, same hustle, like go-getters type of thing. So literally take me and add two more and magic happens. And then also the leverage that we've brought on. So our admin are rock solid, like their systems, they, so we've been able to take everything that is not, you know, we're not as good at And granted, any one of us could easily do everything by ourselves, but being able to leverage a piece of our, you know, entire transaction in our entire you know, process, whether it be investing or transactional real estate has just expedited growth incredibly. It's the whole team. So it's yeah. Teamwork. Have you read the book, uh, <laughs> rocket fuel? I haven't, but I've been told I should. Yeah. I've been told that book is pretty good. I haven't gotten to it yet, but it basically summarizes what you just said. Like when the right teammates, team members come together and things just get crazy. So it's insane. So I'm, I'm super grateful for everyone who's on my team. Because, and the cool thing is like everyone loves their piece and it's like has complete ownership of their role. And I love that. Cause it's like, if I start to dabble too far into the admin role, they're like, no, this is mine. Like, this is my world. I got it. And I'm like, Oh, I love you. That's, <laughs> that's definitely a good team. Yeah. 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 So that's all awesome. drink, everyone has drink the Kool-Aid, like got it shot in our veins, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. That's super cool. So what's, uh, what's next? What does 2020 hold in store? 
Okay. So 2020 and actually half of 2019, I didn't even work as an agent. I don't, I don't think I brought that up, but like, you know, as a team lead, (laughs) you, I was giving all of my leads to my agents, which is great. And I was just, you know, training, mentoring, all that stuff. But 2020, I'm coming back to the agent world just because I love every, that I was able to do that. But like, I want to make more money to throw into my own investments. Like, Mm. so, so 2020 is the year of like grinding, closings, making money and then turning it back into all the investments. Um, the plan is to have 10 more Airbnbs at least, uh, in the next year, whether they were arbitrage, but ideally buy and hold. So that way we have all of the benefits that come along with owning property as well. Um, and then just cash flow goals. So like by the end of 2020, um, completely financially free, even though technically we are now like we have enough passive income, the, the three of us to cover our expenses. Um, but obviously just living is not enough, you know, yeah. you want to be killing it. So, and then after that it's consulting. I'm obsessed with consulting. I have three like guinea pig consulting clients right now to help them grow their business because business building is actually what I love. I love building the systems, digging into what's wrong, fixing those problems, making sure they have the right people on their team. So like, I'm, I can't wait to just, consulting as well well that'll be fun i i definitely enjoy the teaching coaching side of things um <clears throat> it's just it's it, what what do they say like you know you've really mastered something when you can teach it yeah so sure. yeah that's cool awesome so man what a crazy like you guys have, i mean it's been insane um is is there I'm trying to think of like the best i already asked you about at what attributed to that um i feel like there should be some deeper questions about what you guys have done. Um, uh-huh. I said no worries. It's all good. <laughs> Do you have a favorite book? From well, I year? figured that one was going to come. Mm. I mean, I was going to ask resources later on. I probably still will, but I'm just curious if there was a, a book that yeah. you read this year that set you guys off. For me, and we're kind of reading, okay, so the team, we do book club. We do a lot of like miscellaneous fun stuff. So like every two months we do a book club and then every whenever – usually two months we do some sort of team building activity, whether that's like yoga or like CrossFit or, you know, whatever we did laser tag, super fun. And then also, dude, you asked, for, huh? you asked about a book in here. I'm about to tell you about Costa Rica. <laughs> I was, but, I, yeah, I forgot to ask about Costa Rica, but I'll let you, you'll let me keep talking about books. But yeah, so I was just, I'll tell you about that in a second, but our book club, one of my favorite books this year, I really loved crucial conversations. I don't know if you've read that one. Mm-hmm. It is really good because I love how people, including myself, I want to win. I want to win whatever argument because I, you know, I think I'm right. (laughs) But the whole point is like, dude, it's not about winning. It's becoming like more mature than that and just understanding the end state that you want. And then if you need to shut up, if you need to be wrong, like that's fine. As long as the outcome is, is mastered, you know what I mean? And I just, I really love that. But yeah, Crucial Conversations, I loved Traction this year. I also read The Go-Giver for the first time this year. Loved that book. Um, so yeah, those. And then uh, Costa Rica, we yeah. went on a trip this year for a week. And we stayed in an Airbnb with like three stories with like monkeys outside our window and sloths and uh, friggin' um, iguanas in the trees, like making babies. So that was fun. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that sounds cool. I know I, you guys were talking about that at FinCon or at... Uh, oh, no, we invited you, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I have this thing called a real job, which mm-hmm. is not fun. And it's like having a chain on your leg that 
says you can't go anywhere. Um, right. I mean, I, I missed out on two different events this year because I got leave denied. So it's like, eh. Well, yeah. you know, and now I got to, I mean, who knows what's going to happen in the next couple months. I mean, I, I, may, I may not even be able to go anywhere this year. So, um, cast abroad. Man, um, I mean, I'm still I'm still recovering from knee surgery, so I don't know that I'm going to be deployable for a few months. But you never know. Um, I mean, I, I work enough of a desk job right now that I could probably argue my way into like, look, I'm not going to be running. So, um, well, hopefully, yeah, <laughs> hopefully. <laughs> so anyway, it's kind of a mess right now over there and wherever. So, um, awesome. All right, so let me see. So, if a young service member E one E two was to come up to you asking for advice what would be the first thing you'd tell them? Oh my gosh. I would say, let me, what's your phone number or email address? I'm going to send you the action steps because dude, I get asked this all the time and team members, my team members get asked this all the time. So Mike, Dan and I created a one page front and back doc called the action steps to take to be a successful real estate investor. And it's literally like broken up to, into chunks. Like, like one is fix yourself. So like read miracle morning, you know, delete every bullshit app on your phone, all of your monthly subscriptions, like throw away your TV. Like it's, it's ridiculous, but it's like, it's supposed to be a gut punch. And then it's like, educate yourself, fix your finances. So anyway, that's what I would do. And if anyone's interested in the action steps, I will send them to you. They are legit. Uh, I would actually love to that. Yeah. So uh, maybe there's a way to like hyperlink it so I can throw it up in the show notes and everyone can pull it from there. Totally. Fine. I will send it to you. I just made a note. I will send those to you. Right on, right on, right on. All right. Um, bigger pockets, which is the best thing ever. So go to Big Pockets. I, I am a fan of Bigger Pockets. I think we both <laughs> are. I think we know that, though. Um, yeah. I think everybody who's heard my podcast has figured that out by now. So, yeah. <clears throat> um, all right, let's see. Uh, well, we kind of talked books, but are there any other resources, like books, courses, websites, whatever, that you would recommend to anyone getting started? No, I really, I just go back to the action, action steps because it has everything. All right, cool. Well, we will definitely plug those into the show notes. Okay, cool. So, um, and then let's see, um, what makes, what, like, what makes your method of investing unique? Uh, false to the wall, I would false say. Yeah. So like a lot of people are slow to act and I'm not, I don't act stupidly in the sense that I don't think and plan. <laughs> But as soon as I know something is right, like I'm going to do it and it's just balls to the wall until I make it happen. And I don't care if I don't have money or, you know, timing's not good or whatever. Like you make it happen. You find a way to win. So. I like that. Yeah. Taking action's huge, right? Like people get just wrapped up in this cycle of just like analyzing things and doing yeah. whatever and they don't take the action and yeah, you can take too much action or, or bad action. Right. But like, right. I would argue that even a bad action is better than just sitting on the sidelines. Like hundred percent. I read something yesterday that was like, it's not so much what you decide. It's that you decide. And I was like, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah, that's it. Right. Like just make a decision and go for it. I agree. So, Love that. Awesome. Cool. Cool. Um, and uh, I guess before we wrap this up, is there anything you'd like to add? Any parting advice or big ideas? Um, not really, but if you guys like t-shirts, we have these, the reason why we created these t-shirts actually is for like raising private money to get people talking about real estate. And you know, if you're wearing like a shirt like this, it's like, Hey, like, what is house hacking? Perfect. Like let's either talk about how you can use your VA loan and house hack or, you know, Hey, you don't want to do real estate, but you like the idea of investing like private money. 
So if you guys want, we have like a lot of shirts. We have House Hack and Turnkey and Burr, um, Airbnb. So if anyone wants like a quick and easy way to market, they just go on sale all the time for 13 bucks. So I can send you the link to that too. I, I don't mean yeah, to like yeah. but it's like actually a good way to talk about real estate. No, it absolutely is. I mean, I've got my uh, t-shirts that just say like military millionaire. And every time I wear them, someone comes up and says something. Although every now and then it's something like, oh, that's a good joke. I'm like, thanks. <laughs> that's not it. But like, I mean, I, I have gotten that three times this month. Like, is that a joke? Like, no, nope. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I feel like your mindset's probably closed to the real reason at this point. So, um, but no, I, I'm all about it. Like when you wear a shirt like that or uh, Ruben has his like real, just says real estate across the front yeah. or whatever, like it yeah. starts a conversation and anytime yeah. you talk about real estate, like it's one thing to tell everyone what you're doing, but it's a whole nother thing when someone starts a conversation with you and they're curious, right? Cause it just opens the door to, Love everything. That. to everything. So many possibilities. So I will make sure that we link to that and your action steps you. down below. And for those of you who don't know Shelby and her team out in Fayetteville, North Carolina, in the Fort Bragg area, um, you guys should go check her out. So where can people follow you and find you guys? Um, Five Pillars Realty Group and myself are both on Facebook and Instagram and then Bigger Pockets and LinkedIn. But on Facebook and Instagram, it's Five Pillars Realty Group or Real Estate with Shelby Osborne. Um, and then also anyone can email me anytime and I will send you action steps. Like we can talk about, you know, we have so many freaking tools just because we're so used to working with investors. Like, and like I said before, everything we do is systemized. So every question about like VA foreclosures, I have a cheat sheet. I have a cheat sheet on how to run numbers. We have a video on how to use the bigger pockets calculator specific to the Fayetteville market. So like a rehab estimator, we literally have tools for days. So if you want, anything just uh email me or facebook instagram whatever yeah and i will plug all of their contact info down below as well as the t-shirt link and the action steps so awesome well this has been fun yeah it's good to catch up i know it's uh man it's early in the morning for me so i'm over here like not having my coffee. I know I need to work on my life. Um, but no, this has been good and it's always good to catch up. We have entirely too much fun when we go to events and I always feel like, Oh man, I was, I feel like I was hanging out with Shelby and Alex last night. Um, usually it's because my head hurts. Um, (laughs) no, uh, Oh, and we probably shouldn't talk about it too much, but, uh, we, we definitely have a thing for Airbnbs. So we have, I think that's the my craziest stay in an Airbnb ever was at 10X Growth Con, where it was like a million of us in a house. Mm, gotcha. Oh, you mean, yeah. Dude, that was super fun. Yeah, we had like, what was Wild. it, like 10 or 11 people stay in a little three-bedroom home? Too, yeah, it was too many. I think it slept like eight. So yeah, I, We were, it was, it was good. I remember like, I was sleeping on this thing that looked like a mattress that had been a couch or something, and like someone was sleeping on the floor next to me, Phil, and it was just like, man. Wow. Oh, it was a good times. So, but like literally we just stayed up all night talking real estate. Like that's the life. It is the life. I loved that trip. And that was my first conference and like literally just set it all on fire. So that was your first one. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was, a, it was a, definitely a motivating conference. I saw him on uh, Sunday. He was out yeah, here. Yeah, I told you to touch his butt. Yeah, I was not close enough. I'm sorry. <laughs> We're talking about Grand Cardone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know that he would have appreciated that, nor would his security, but. <laughs> Whatever. You love whatever. Who knows? Awesome. Well, thank you very much for joining me today. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Super fun. Talk yep. to you later. I look forward to seeing what 2020 has for you guys. Thanks, Sam.
Thank you for listening to another episode about my journey from military to millionaire. If you liked it, be sure to visit from militarytomillionaire.com slash podcast to subscribe to future podcasts. While you're there, we'd love for you to rate the show, give us a review on iTunes. Now get out there and take action.